Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Welcome back to those who are returning. And for those who are new, thank you for stopping by. I don't think it was by mistake or um, unintentional. I believe there's something um, that you're looking for and that you need for your soul and you come to the right place. This is a safe place where we do the soul work. I believe there's a lot of women out there who know they have brokenness, who know they have scars and wounds and traumas. And sometimes we don't always have the safe place or community to express how we feel, to feel understood, to feel seen. And I want you to know this place right here is that safe place for you. We talk about the soul. We talk about the things, the hard things that we deal with in our soul and how we can come to God and receive his rest, his refreshing, which is another um, definition of what rest is founded in Matthew 11, 28 on one of my favorite scriptures and also the foundation scripture of this podcast. Um, Actually, I'm going to be talking a little bit about that scripture in today's podcast. So just Stay tuned, stay with me. Um, You're in for um, something um, healing for your soul, healing for your soul. So first I wanna ask you, how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Here on Refreshing the Soul, we check in with our soul daily. We don't allow the things to happen throughout our day and we never deal with it because when we do that, there we it shows up in other places in our lives the way the way we talk to our kids the way we may respond to our husband or not say something to our husband we deal with the hard things we do we lean into the things that make us feel insecure or make us feel a timid we lean into it and we come to an honest place saying hey i felt that i i acknowledge that I'm right here in this situation. This is not where I want to be, but this is where I am. This is how I'm seeing things. And we lay it at God's feet, but we just don't lay it there. God teaches us in those moments. He wants to give us truth in that place. He wants to show us more about ourselves. So we check in with our souls. We have to be honest about the things that we're feeling, the things that we are um, seeing, how we see it. And we ask God to do a work in us. And we um, agree with him in that work by being obedient to what he's saying and being obedient to his instruction. And so today I ask you, How is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Have you checked in with yourself? Have you checked in with God? We check in with ourselves, but we also have to check in with God. And a lot of us were very self-aware of, um, you know, this person said this and I'm hurt. Or even self-aware to 
the fact of, you know what? I need to go lay down. I'm, my body is exhausted. But are you soul aware? Are you aware of what you're feeling down on the inside? Like what's going on at the root of you, at the core of you? Like be honest and like, you know what? This right here does not feel right. And instead of me keep rolling on and on with my day, I'm going to take time aside and I'm going to get in my secret place, my hiding place and talk with God about it. So not only do we have a soul check-in, um, but we also have a My Hiding Place segment at the end of every podcast. I encourage you to listen all the way through. My Hiding Place is just a moment where we um, confess God's word over our souls. We say some confessions and we also have a song for you to listen to for this week. And usually some some type of way it ties into whatever I'm talking about. But pretty much My Hiding Place is really my actually hiding pace, what God is telling me, what I feel when I'm in these alone moments with God, the songs that I'm listening to and that's encouraging my soul. I'm giving this back to you guys. And then sometimes I'll have a meditation scripture. Like I honestly, lately I've been forgetting about including the meditation scripture in there. But today I think I have a meditation scripture that'd be great for today. So let's go ahead and get into it. And if you're not watching me, there's going to be times I'm going to be sipping on some of this coffee because it's so good. And I just like drinking coffee for the taste of it. I don't know about you. Do y'all like that? Like, it doesn't really like, I guess it wakes me up, but I can drink coffee before I go before I go to bed and I'll go to bed. I'll go to sleep. So I don't know if you're watching, you're on YouTube. Let me know, you know, do y'all drink coffee like me? I usually don't drink it. In the evening, I drink it in the morning, but I had a taste for it. And I was like, I'm going to drink me some coffee. So um, I don't know. Maybe you're not a coffee drinker, but you love tea, you know. But let me know. I'm curious. I, I'm all about the drinking coffee and having the blanket. And listen, it is the perfect time. Fall. Fall. We're on the brink of fall. And I love fall. Fall started in my house last week, okay. I actually probably the week before, like the beginning of September, so it probably was last weekend. I pulled out all my fall decoration and I decked my house with fall stuff. I love fall. I love the cool breeze, how the how the season changes, the 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 temperature changes. I love just the decorations. It's just so cozy and warm and that's how I want this podcast to be I want whoever tunes in to feel cozy and warm and comfortable in this place because let's be honest doing soul work is anything but cozy it's not warm it's not comfortable so it really matters that you have a safe environment um, you have a safe voice um, who can understand and hear you and see you right where you are God is not going to leave you where you're at. He wants us to do the work with him. And sometimes we need some sisters to come alongside us and, and help us. Okay. So today I want to talk about the uncovering of you, the uncovering of you, you know, meaning that there's something underneath, like you, there's you, but there's something on top of you that's hiding you, 
that's keeping you from being revealed, keeping you from being shown. And so I kind of have like a subtopic of getting to the heart of your soul. I don't know if this is going to be a series, but um, I want to talk about getting to the heart of your soul. Okay, so what brought up this topic? Of course, everything that I pretty much speak here is is usually what God is doing in me and what he's laid on my heart and the work that I'm doing uh, with him. And so I recently had a speaking engagement. I'm going to be very vulnerable and transparent here. Had a speaking engagement and I spoke. And afterwards, I would say like, a, I felt a, a little funny way afterwards. Like I felt good. Like I know that um, the spirit moved. I know that I did what I was supposed to do. I said what I was supposed to say. And, um, but I just had this little funny feeling like, was there anything in me that just where this was more, where this probably wasn't for God or was, is there anything in me that have some sort of selfish ambition or I don't know, I just felt something and I kind of like waved it off. But again, because we soul check here, you know, that's, that's your, at the root of your soul. That's your soul. Okay. Where you can feel that there's some, you know, something off me. I'm kind of feeling like there's something deeper I need to dive into. And so I would say the next day I asked God, I said, you know what, God, I just spoke. I know I came into this like with the heart of, I just want to say what you want me to say. I know you called me to do this. You know, I didn't go and find the speaking engagement. It came to me, but I said, God, will you show me my heart at any time during that, that, that time or day? What, how, what was going on in my heart? Like, what, was there anything that I don't know that could be hidden in me? Um, that you may know, cause God knows our hearts. He knows our hearts. Okay. And, um, there's a scripture in, I believe first or second Samuel, um, when, um, Samuel is going to pick the new King, right. And he goes to Jesse's house, David's, David's father, and, um, he talks about how he look. he looks, he's looking at all these men who look strong and tall and all of this. And, and God's like, listen, I don't look at men by their appearance. I look at their heart. Okay. So God, when he sees us, he see, he's seeing our heart. He, that's what he looks at. That's what he cares about. So if there's anyone who can see our hearts, it's God. Okay. So I asked him and, um, he revealed to me in a way of where it was, honestly, it was a thought. It didn't, I almost second guessed it. Cause I'm like, this is a weird way of him revealing this to me. Um, because I've asked God before to reveal my heart to me and I've, you know, he's just downloaded something in my spirit or, um, I had a vision of something, you know, like it, it was clear, like, okay, this is from God, but this came, this time it came as a thought. And, um, in this season, I've learned to be very open to how God wants to talk to me, how he wants to reveal things to me. And I've been learning to just lean more into the thing where I'm like, uh, no, I'm like, no, I'm leaning into this. This is not coming up for any reason. Well, a thought comes to me about how, like, 
how I wanted to impress someone. And I almost couldn't believe it. I'm like, no, that's not me. Why would I? No, no. Why would I do that? But that thought just kept nagging at me. And I'm like, God, are you serious? I, I didn't know that was in me. And I'm telling you right now, there are some things that is going on below the surface of your heart that you do not know. You don't know that it's moving you. You don't know that it's driving you, that it's causing you to respond a certain way, that it's causing you to show up a certain way. And I'm telling you, God is all about doing the deep soul work, the deep rooted work. And um, so I, one, I want to ask you like, what is below the surface of your heart? What is going on down there? Second, I want to tell you this. You don't know. You can guess, but you don't know. Only God can reveal what's hidden in us. Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10 says that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Huh? Who can know something that's deceitful? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. It is God who searches the heart. It is God who tests the mind. It's deceitful. I'm thinking, oh, I'm doing this for God and and it doesn't mean that I didn't start off that way, that I didn't, that, that wasn't my, my motive, but there was a part of me of something that shifted, maybe with the applause, maybe with seeing how, how some of the women were touched of where it's like, yeah, I got a little, you know, look at me that, that could, it could have changed right in there. But the fact that I even felt something in my spirit, just to even ask God about it shows this, a deeper relationship with God, Right. Because sometimes we're not even um, soul aware to just even think that there's something, eh, there's something fell off. Like I, sometimes we're not even, we don't even want to be that honest with ourselves. I could have easily just been, hey, people, women were touched. I did a good job. No, we got to go deeper with God. God does not want us to just stay have a relationship that's stagnant, that's never elevating, that's never um, going, that's not going deeper with him. He wants you to go deeper with him. And the more you go deeper with him, the more it's going to be revealed about you. So honestly, because of just the, the um, day-to-day relationship with God, things will start to come more alive to you. Things you'll start to feel and question like, "Mm, I need to take this to God. I need to talk to God about this. What is this, God? Show me. Is it my heart? Show me. So I'll say we got to get to asking God to show us our heart. If you want you to be uncovered, because sometimes we can can hear that, the uncovering of you as as, as if, and I'm not saying that there isn't greatness in you, but it's the uncovering of all this stuff that's on top of you that has, that needs to be revealed. We can't even get to you 
you being the authentic you, the version that um, the, the, the daughter that God created you to be when all this other stuff is on top. God can still use you. He used me, but it takes us wanting to draw near to him and say, God, hey, show me my heart. Show me, show me where there may be wickedness, where it's tricking me. Pretty much Jeremiah is saying the heart is tricky. See, it'll have you believe in one thing, but really this is what's going on. And so I, I had to come to you and talk to you about this today because I don't want, I don't want you walking around blind to what's going on in your heart. And I'm going to tell you, when you know what's in your heart, it brings you even closer to God. When God revealed that to me, honestly, I felt, I, I felt so bad. I, I had a godly sorrow about it, but I just felt so bad because I've dealt with that before. And sometimes you think that you've, you've gotten over something or you've, you know, you've became whole, whole in the area. And then something will happen and bring it back up. And you're like, dog, <laughs> I, I guess I still got more work to do in this. But, um, I just felt, I felt, I felt ashamed. Like don't know. I don't know if anyone could pick up on it or sense the, what I felt, you know, after the speaking engagement, you know, but for me, I'm like, I don't want that in my soul. I don't want that in my heart. I don't want that to move me and cause me to want to, hey, speak or be on a stage or platform. Like, I'm like, no, I want to have the heart of God. I want to do it because this is what he's telling me to do. And souls can be free. So to have that in it, and I'm not trying to get hard on myself, but I'm just trying to get us to a place of where we have to be honest even with things like that. And so I, I had this godly sorrow about it, but I also felt ashamed. And I gave it to God. I was like, God, listen, I don't ever have to speak again. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to do none of this. Like it could just be me and you and I'll take care of my kids and I will pray for those at my church. I've been a prayer team, like a prayer team. I'll be in the back. You know, I don't, I don't have to do this. If that's going to be in me, God, I don't want to be used and I'm dealing with that. And I could just feel God. I could feel him, um, just saying, no, you don't see, you don't heal from this by being removed from it. You got to go through it with me. You know, you have to be exposed to it. You have to be exposed to things in order for it to expose you so God can heal you, right? So number one, why is it, why is it important to be uncovered? Why is it important for us to be uncovered? Well, because when God uncovers us, he heals us with his love. How can God heal this area, how can he bring truth to an area that we're not willing to see, that we're not willing to even ask God about? Though I felt this godly sorrow and some shame, after God had said that to me, I felt this wave of love. Like God was like, I just felt so loved by him. And I'm like, gosh, this a God who like loves me and I was feeling that, thinking that. 
I, I, that was my spirit. But your answer to me is, no, I love you. Like, I love you right here where you're at. Yes, though I know that thing is in your heart, God doesn't condemn us. God doesn't um, shut us out. He don't throw us away like we're no good. He says, I love you still. I think that sometimes it's hard for us to come to an honest place of where we would like to keep some of our brokenness, our insecurities hidden, things that we have done, because we feel like we're not going to be loved anymore. No one's going to like us. But I'm going to tell you, when you uncover that place and you allow or you allow God to uncover that place, when he just when you allow that place to be permeated with his love. It's healing. It's healing for your soul. It's, it was healing for me to feel it. Honestly, it released me one from the shame of it. Cause I'm like, if my God can love me, <laughs> despite what's in my heart, I have nothing to be shamed about. And that's where the enemy gets us. He wants shame to come on you. So even when things are exposed, he wants you to feel, he wants you to feel that because where there is shame, there is no freedom. And where there is no freedom, there is hiding. There's not the authentic you there. Shame covers you. But God said, I'm going to cover you with my love. But how can I, how can I, how can I give you that? If you're not willing to even ask me, if you're not willing to expose your heart to me, I'm telling you, I searched the heart. I know what's there. God knows what's there. <laughs> and he wants to, he wants it to be revealed because it's in need of his love. It's in need of his healing. So yeah, um, it, and because of his love, I'll say this, it honestly deepened my desire to please him and not to please others. Cause that was the issue is trying to impress or look like, seem like, and like, yeah, I did. Like that was like what, what was down there, the root that was at the root of my soul in my heart. And God gave me his love. Like I felt his love seeing that. Oh my gosh, that's there. God loved me and it deepened my desire to want to please him. How can I speak for a God that loves me that way and want, want to impress people? No, I'm loved by a God who is that faithful, that patient, that loving, who doesn't remove his love, who doesn't remove his grace, who doesn't remove his favor, who doesn't remove his gifts, who doesn't remove his calling because of what's in my heart. Nothing will separate us from the love of God, not even the things that's hidden, that's toxic, that's broken in our heart. Matter of fact, God said, I can use you in it in spite of it. And me using you in it will also heal you. Second, why is it important to be uncovered? Because our heart is what determines the path that we take in life. Our heart determines the choices we make. And if we stay blind to where we're at in our soul, if we stay blind to what's hidden, 
to what we're afraid to see, what we're afraid God to see or God to reveal or what we don't want to see. If we stay hidden, we won't be on the path that God has for us. We'll be on a path that we think is right. And that leads to destruction. But I'm going to read this verse instead. Proverbs 4.23 says, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Another version says, be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. And one last version, amplified version. I really like this one. Watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flows flow the spring of life. Watch over your heart with all diligence. Meaning I got to I got to continuously make sure my heart is right. And I'm not going to know what's all going in going on in my heart if I don't ever ask God the question search my heart, show me my heart, God. Will you show me my heart? We have to be open and willing for God to show us where we're at so that it doesn't lead us down a path that we shouldn't. Suppose I never ask God that and I'm thinking I'm and I'm and I'm being deceived by what I believe I'm doing for God is purely all for his glory. But I'm never dealing with this root, something going on of I want to impress people. See, that is keeping me. If I'm never knowing what's going on in my heart, but underneath it is like, I want to impress people. Then I will continue to go along a path that's to impress people where I can, I can make it look like it's about God because I have his name on it. But really in my soul is like, I need the applause. I need the shaking of the heads and you know, all of that, like, it's like, it, no, then God, then something else is satisfying me in my heart that only God can. So this is why we have to be uncovered because if we're uncovered, God can satisfy us in a place where only he can. And when we walk in a, and when we are satisfied with God, there's certain things you're not going to say yes to. There's certain things you're going to say no to. There's certain, there's, there's things that you're going to be able to feel in your spirit and be like, nope, that's not right. That's not what God has for me. When you, when you have God satisfying you, when you want to leave a job, you're not going to just leave because it'll give you satisfaction to walk away because they don't know my value. No, you're going to stay there because though I may not like what's going on around me, I'm satisfied in my soul. God is enough for me. And when he tells me to move, I move. You're not moved by the applause. You're not moved by um, the salary, what you think you should make or not make. You're moved by the word of God. You're moved by his love. So why is it important for us to be uncovered? Because our heart, the root of our soul it determines the path that we take. And so we have to watch over our heart with all diligence. We have to ask God um, to show us our heart. We have to make sure that we're checking in with our soul and being honest and giving him that place and hearing what he is saying. 
allowing him to reveal to us. Some things is sometimes God just want to love on you in that place. That's what he gave me in a place of where I wanted to please people. God was like, my answer to that is loving you because whatever in you feels that you need that from people shows that there must be a lack of love somewhere in you that only God can fill and satisfy. So third, why is it important to be uncovered? Because the authentic you is under whatever life thrown at you, whatever people have said about you that has caused you to believe a lie about yourself. That's called you to believe something else about you. Your authentic self is under that. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live this life being someone I was never supposed to be. And it's funny because I'm thinking now at the end of the day, when it is time for us to get our crown, when we stand before God, he's going to say, I didn't even know you because the real you was under there. Yeah, you were speaking. Yeah, you were on the podcast. Yeah, you wrote books in my name. You did all that in my name, but I didn't know you. Because the version of you that's been doing all this, it has not, that's not the real you. But the reason why he knows us and he is intimate with us because we give him permission. We say, God, show, you can have my heart. Show me my heart. Reveal to me what's going on in here. You have permission to take up space in my soul. I'm opening it up to you because I want you dwelling in here. I want you to live here. That is the, the authentic place in you. It's so important for us to be uncovered because God wants to be intimate in that place. And in that place where he is into you, you're into him. You are your most authentic version of yourself. All the things that we could do to cause us to be something else like perfectionism, wanting to get everything right. That's a covering over who we really are. When really it's like, you know what? I need help. <laughs> I need help and shame is not going to cover me. Trying to be perfect and show up that I can do it all. That can't, I don't want that to cover me. I want to be free. And, and, and I can, to be able to say, Hey, I need help. I'm not caring about how that makes me look because guess what? I know how I look to God. I know how God sees me because I've invited him into a hidden place in my heart. So you see how perfectionism, us over-functioning, overworking to prove something, even the, the silence, like sometimes we are, we are quiet. We hide our feelings because fear, fear is covering us. Shame is holding us down. It's keeping us tight. It's keeping us hard. And underneath that really is this, um, this, it could be a little girl that's emotional and fearful, um, and is afraid to, to speak her mind, is afraid to share her desires and what she wants because 
when she was little, she did and she got punished for it. And, or when she grew up and got in a relationship, uh, the person, some, whoever she was with didn't know how to love her. So it kind of just crushed her spirit and crushed her soul underneath the, the, the shame of who she is underneath the shame of, 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 of her voice. And really God is like, but your voice matters who I made you to be your authentic self. She knows how to say what she wants within wisdom and timing. She knows that even in the thing that she may desire, she's completely satisfied and understand that I, ha because I'm her shepherd, she has everything she needs. That woman in there, that's the authentic self that God wants us to get to. Well, we're not covered by all the things that has happened to us, the words that people have called us and put on us, we have to allow God into our heart by simply asking him to show you your heart. So I'm going to give you qu three quick things on how do we begin to get to the heart of our souls. Three things really quick. Number one, grant God access. Kind of already been just sharing that already. Grant God access. We have to give God permission to show us our hearts and to be open to what he reveals. God's just not going to come in here and tell you what's going on with you. We have to give him permission. We have to let him see. Psalms 139, 23 through 24 says, search me God and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. David saying, you have permission to search me. You have permission to know me, to know my heart. You have permission to test me and know my anxious thoughts. Tell me why am I anxious here? Where is this coming from? See if there, if there is anything in me, God, that's offensive to you. And lead me, meaning I'm open to what you're revealing and I'm open to how you want to lead me out of this place because only he can. How do we begin to get to the heart of our souls, the root? We got to grant God access and give him permission. Stop bottling up your true feelings. Stop bottling, bottling up, um, Stop masking it under surface things. God, I just really want another job. I really just want, I want to be somewhere else. Why? Why? Tell God what you want. Tell God, what is it that you fear? Give him permission to tell you if you don't know. God, show me. If, is there, is there anything in here? It's all right to, even if things feel good and you're doing good, it's okay to say, God, show me if there's anything in my heart that I, I, I just don't know. Cause I think I'm doing good, but my heart can be deceitful and I want to live to please you. I want my life to honor you. I want to be closer to you. I want to be the most authentic version of what you created me to be. So whatever's in me, that's not like me, the way you created me. And that's not like you. I want it out. So show me God, you have permission to test me 
and to know my heart and to search me. Two, how do we begin to get to the heart of our souls? Kill the pride. Kill the pride. Like, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay um, to not know it all. It's okay to not have it all together. It's okay for you to have thought you were doing this purely and for God to say, no, you weren't. It is okay. It is okay. Guess what? God's going to love you the same. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter how they may um, correct, criticize, blast you. What matters is what God says. And if God is saying, I love you anyway, and nothing will separate you from the from my love for you, then it's okay. Kill the pride. You don't need to be right in this. You don't need to look a certain way. You're only going to get to the place of where you are um, free from what people say, because that pride thing I'm telling you has a lot to do with fear of people somehow in there. I'm telling you is something in there with fear that pride, you got to let that go. We're afraid of how we're going to look, but this is in your secret place with God. God, how do I look to you? Because if I get that right, I'll be okay out there. We got to kill the pride. It's not about what God just shows you about your heart. It's about what you decide to do with it. When you learn that about yourself, that really matters the most. It may sting for a moment. You may have that godly sorrow like me. You may even have some shame. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't allow shame to hold you. Don't allow shame to whisper to you. No, you're more than enough. God is giving you grace. You are free. Jesus died for shame. So you don't have to hide anymore. That's why you get to go to God openly. And he's able to tell you openly, this is what it is. But I still love you. So don't allow that to keep you from from, um, moving forward. No. Okay, this is here. God, what do I need to do? I, I said, God, I don't have to do this anymore. God wrapped his arms around me and I felt a extreme love. Like what? I love you, girl. You don't know. I love you. This doesn't change the way I see you. So the pride has to go. If we have pride, one, it's going to cause us to have an a offensive spirit where anything that someone says or whatnot, you're going to be offended by it. But if I can get to the root of it and have no pride and I know this about me, you can say whatever. I already know (laughs) where I'm at, but God still loves me. God is teaching me. He's walking me through this. I won't always be here. Kill the pride. Pride hardens us from receiving and hearing God's truth. We'll never know more about us or who we are. If we can't even hear the places that need to be uncovered and healed. We think that we will, by doing all these different things and getting degrees and climbing up the ladder and work or having such and such many followers and all that, we think that is what's going to um, make us or show that we are. And really... 
God's like, I'll tell you if you would open your ears to, to listen to what's on top of who you are, if you open your ears to listen to the, the, the part of you that wants to please people, because then when you, when you, we get rid of that, you'll start operating in a way where you're doing things you never thought you would do. You'll start operating in a way where it's not about people, it's about God. So when God whispers, write a book, you're going to write the book. When God whispers, do the conference, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to do, you're going to do the conference. Some of us, it's not even that we want to please people. Some of, some of us, we're afraid of what people say. So we stay stagnant and we don't do what God has told us to do. We're afraid we're going to fail, but we're going to fail in front of people. And we're afraid of what they're going to say. And God says today it's time for that to go. He wants his word to have so much weight in your soul that it does not matter what other people say. I love God and I know that he loves me too. I have to do this for God because it's about what he says about me. It's about what he thinks about me. Lastly, how do we begin to get to the heart of our souls? Be teachable. Be teachable. Position your heart to always have um, a learning posture. We'll always be learning. He's the one who began to work in us and he's the one who's going to finish it. Meaning we'll all until the day he come until the day Jesus Christ come back. Meaning we'll always be going through a process. There will always be something that we are um, in the middle of. Or have to transition through or have to grow through things that's going to be revealed to us. About us, about God. The best thing we can do is have our ears open, our heart open, our eyes wide to God. What do you want to show me? What, what do you want me to teach? What do you want to teach me? What do I need to learn about you? What do I need to learn about myself? Be teachable. When you're teachable, pride can't sit there. When you're teachable, truth can come in. You'll learn and receive it. I see right now some of you who have been sitting under um, a word, getting fed, and you have a good heart. And God's saying there's going to be a harvest for you because you've been teachable. Even when it was uncomfortable, you allowed the word to come into your heart and you had a good ground. You had a heart of saying, I want to learn. I want to know because I don't want to be the same. And I'm here to tell you, my sister, God's saying a harvest is coming. I don't know what the harvest looks like. It don't always have to be money. It can be just more peace, peace in your soul, peace in the places of where you struggled. He's like, you're not going to struggle with anymore. Why? Because you're teachable. Your heart is pliable where you can put truth on it and something will grow. I have Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 and 29 scripture. I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. It says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Meaning what? Take my yoke and learn from me. We have to be a student of Jesus. We have to come to him with our eyes open, ears open 
open, heart open to learn from him. And when we learn, we receive rest for our souls. You receive rest in the area where you are afraid. Rest in the area where you were timid, where you were broken, where you were, where you wanted to please because you didn't want to be disconnected from people like you. He's like, I'm going to give you rest here. When you learn my ways, when you learn me, you're going to learn you. And because you, you're learning even my love, you're learning the extent of my love. I'm telling you when God, when I felt God's love in that place of feeling shame, it deepened my heart for him. I'm like, God, like I learned, it's like, I learned a little bit more about him. It's one thing to hear people say, well, God, I love you in your mess. It's one thing to even hear the words that I'm saying right now, how he, he, he showed me his love. But when you experience it, when you're sitting in a place where, you know, you've done wrong, you know, you, you know, you a mess, but you can feel God's love. Like, oh, love that you've never felt before. I'm talking about there ain't no man's love that can touch this. When you feel that thing, it's like, it takes you deeper into God. Like, oh my gosh, I, this is the God. This is who he is. I've learned more about him that he truly loves me and nothing can separate me from his love. Not even my own mess. And so now I have rest in the place of whatever I thought I had to be or look like um, to for people to see something in me. No, I see that God sees me for real and loves me deeply. God wants you to have rest for your soul. So it takes us being teachable. It takes us wanting to learn. So we begin to get to the heart of our souls by granting God access to our souls, asking him to search our heart, to test our mind. Also, we got to kill the pride. We got to be okay with being vulnerable and naked before God and all our wrongness, wrongness. I don't know if that's a word (laughs) and all of our mistakes and all of the things that we would feel shame about. We have to just be like, God, I don't care. (laughs) Heal. I want to be healed. I want rest. I want to be who you truly made me to be and not be moved by all of these different things. Because I think, because I'm afraid of what people may say. I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of, like, I don't want to live in fear anymore. I want to be free. So we got to kill the pride. And then lastly, be teachable. Be pliable. Have a pliable heart. So that God's word and truth can get in there. And so peace can grow. Love can grow. God loves you and I love you, my sister. So let's end this with my hiding place, my hiding place. The song that I have for you to listen to music for your soul for this week is Center of My Joy by Ruben Stutter. I have been listening to this song because my husband played this song and he's good for these throwback songs, but he played this song and it touched my heart. It reminded me 
um, <laughs> back when I used to listen to it, but it was like right on time. Um, but here's some of the lyrics that said in the song, it says, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of my contentment. Hope for all I do. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect. It doesn't come from us. It doesn't come from our hearts either, but it comes from who God is. It comes from him. He's the perfect one. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to be with the perfect one. We just have to be in his will. We have to just be exposed, be teachable to the perfect one. You're the heart of my contentment. Hope for all I do. The reason that I do. The reason why I'm at rest is because of who God is. Not because of what I want to prove. Not because of who I think I am. But because of who he is. Allow God to be the center of your joy. Okay. And then the meditation scripture I want you to meditate on is Psalms 139, 23 through 24, which says again, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Okay. So let's end with these confessions for our soul. I will say it and you repeat after me. All right, ready? Let's go. I give God permission to search my heart and to reveal what's hidden about me. No more will I allow perfection, over-functioning, or a silence to cover me. I receive God's covering and healing in my life. I lay down all pride and remain open to hear God's truth for my soul. I am teachable. I yield my soul to learn from Jesus. I will have rest, joy, and I will be my authentic self. Amen. Remember here on Refreshing the Soul, that soul care is self-care. Bye. All right, everyone. That wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.